I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Two on the fan. What's going on, everybody? Uh, you know, Bogue, actually, come on back for a sec. Come on down. Make sure we have this right here. So, in the update, we just heard, I want to make sure I have this, Bogue, that you said that uh, according to Pro Football Network, yes, one of their reporters is, is, is reporting that Joe Douglas in Mobile, Alabama, which where everybody has descended upon the last few days, obviously, mm-hmm. is letting everybody know that he is all in on Rodgers. Yeah, Tony Pauline, who's covered the league for a really long time, I think at one point he was in Jacksonville. I could I be wrong on that. He's, he's reputable, but no doubt. It's it's his story, and he's saying that that Joe Douglas is telling people, I'm assuming at the Senior Bowl this week, that he will he will go all out to get Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Okay. All right. Dots are connected even better. And see, this just makes me feel good. Thank you, Bogish. Think about this. If I said to you, Teak, uh, what, what, so far as the general manager of the New York Jets, what is Joe Douglas's best characteristic? Mm, what would you deals. say? Dude, deal making. Exactly. Making trades. He turned Darnold into something. He obviously flees Seattle. The man knows how to make trades. And part of making trades is not just knowing how to piece something together, how to take advantage of somebody when you actually connect with them to discuss the parameters of said deal, but also to, you know, use a little bit of a uh, scare tactic to perhaps get the word out there, as much as you think that you're willing to give up for Aaron Rodgers, we are going to trump you and we are going to beat your best (laughs) offer, which could, at least in the eyes of Douglas, dissuade people from jumping into those waters because they got to get another quarterback and that quarterback might be gone. Mm. I actually... See, that seems fairly innocuous, okay? And there is a chance I'm overreacting to this. I'll give you that. Yeah, most That's, likely. But no, go ahead. I've, I've done it before, it's so it'll be the first time I'm guilty of it. Uh-huh. That seems, again, fairly benign. Ah, whatever, they're at Mobile, they're going to steak dinner and having a couple of drinks, and somebody on the Pro Football Network, who is reputable, that is important, who is a longtime reporter, says, yeah, no, Joe's going around Mobile, and he's telling everybody the Jets are going to do whatever it takes to get Aaron Rodgers. That's not by accident. That is a tactic... That is being used by somebody who knows how to make trades and manipulate the trade market. Now, I don't know if that works for Joe, but that is done by design. Yeah, I That mean, makes me feel good. Yeah, it is, there's a lot happening down there at the uh, Senior Bowl. Um, you know, obviously, 
Ian Rappaport was just talking about it, how what Joe Shane was talking about with Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, et cetera. Joe Douglas is now using it as a, as a platform. The other thing, and I'm just perusing, I very rarely am on Pro Football Network. In fact, I think this might be the second or third time I've been on this site. But the other thing that we've been talking about, and this is why the quarterback conversation with Aaron Rodgers, whether it's with Daniel Jones, is so interesting. The second report on the Senior Bowl says this, and I quote BT, Okay. Senior Bowl quarterbacks leave much to be desired. They stink. <laughs> we can't risk it on you. Yeah, Go I, get Rodgers. This, this is kind of what we've been talking, alluding to. There's just not a ton of quarterbacks yeah. coming in this year's draft, which makes the available quarterbacks, as Ian rightfully pointed out, they very, very rarely become available. Like a bona fide starter, and with some of these guys, stars with Aaron Rodgers, they don't become available. Like, you never see this. Even though the last couple of years we've seen movement, like Russell Wilson wanting to get out of town, Tom Brady moving around. You very rarely see this kind of movement. And this year it seems more pertinent and relevant because there's just not a great number of options. Again, senior bowl quarterbacks leave a lot to be desired. Mm-mm. Some of these guys aren't even there, but there's not a ton come out of college. Okay. There's maybe four, three viable free agent options. One of them is Geno Smith, who's 33 years old. Obviously, Daniel Jones is another one. Lamar Jackson is the third with his MVP. But, I mean, there's there's question marks around all of those guys. So it's just it's a, it's a tough offseason if you're desperately needing a quarterback. And there's a lot of teams, as we identified, that are looking for quarterbacks right now. 877-337-6666. As I've said many times throughout these ongoing and some might say incessant Aaron Rodgers conversations, uh, you can't make somebody do something they don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, I firmly believe the Jets will be all in. They will put their best foot forward. Woody will cut the check. Douglas will come up with comp that will be enticing enough for the Packers to do it if Rodgers wants to play. Uh, and if Rodgers is amenable to the New York, New Jersey stage with the Jets, which I certainly believe he will be. Now, that doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen. But you, you have to understand, like, this isn't Jerry Jones. And I like Jerry. Jerry's good for the game. Mm-hmm. But Jerry's got loose lips. Jerry goes on radio shows, one of, one of our sister stations, our buddy Sean and RJ. Yep. He's always saying something wacky. You know that that's Jerry Jones. He, he loves he to likes talk. Being in the in the he likes being the headline. He does. He, he actually I don't think he likes. It. I think he needs it <laughs> uh, to some extent, right? That's a good point. Whereas you look at Joe Douglas, and I think that Joe Shane's going to be the same way. They're going to do their business when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. And Joe Douglas has come on our show once on since we came to the fan, uh, once or twice on our old show. Not that he doesn't say anything. He actually does answer questions. You got to really listen, and he's going to give you something. But it's not going to be bombastic. But he's not out there talking for talking purposes. Nope. He, I've, I've texted him a couple of times. Full disclosure, he gets back to me. Um, you know, usually when things went sideways this year, I stopped texting him. I don't want to be in his business. But you know, after a good win, good job, whatever. Uh, he is. He's by the board. Joe Douglas is not going to suddenly have seven drinks at a at a dinner in Mobile and say, "Oh, I'm going to do whatever it takes, whatever." And some guy's going to go and run with it. This is calculated. This is done by design. If you think Rogers is going to be a Jet, this should actually make you feel better. Yeah, in my opinion, this should make you feel better. Here is the even better. Here is the Pro Football Network uh, article. I'll just read it in brief. New York Jets will make a move to acquire Aaron Rodgers in a trade that's been thought of. This has been further confirmed here in Mobile. In fact, one source said that general manager Joe Douglas is admitting the people in the league in the franchise. They will go all out and attempt to bring in Rodgers. 
to gangrene, and that makes only makes sense because the team is desperate for a signal caller with Zach Wilson looking more and more like a draft bust. Factor in Woody Johnson's comments not so long ago that he'd be willing to pay for whatever is necessary for a quarterback. Yep. And it all starts to add up. Yeah, and Hackett was hired. Yes. Let's not leave that out as well. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So when's the press conference? When's the <laughs> intro? When's the introductory? That's going to be a circus if if that comes to fruition, man. Uh, Tommy's in Morris Park. What's happening, Tommy? How are you? Hey, guys. The real circus is going to be when... When Aaron Rodgers walks up to that line of scrimmage where at number 12, man, Beningo's going to freak out. <laughs> he is. And first, let me say hello to and say congratulations and everything. My boy, Pete Hoffman, who's also uh, who's got bloodlines in the Morris Park. Um, to me, there's no offensive coordinator on Paul with a Brady or an Aaron Rodgers. These guys walk up to the line of scrimmage. They know what they're looking at. Unfortunately, the offensive coordinator who tries to trump him or go above him really hurts the situation. This guy knows his stuff, what he has to do up there. Jets have to do everything to get get him here. Uh, you know, beef up that offensive line. Uh, you know, if I'm negotiating, I would also tell the Packers, hey, listen, guys, we're going to get Rodgers. We're not. We're going to have a good record. You're not going to want our first pick for a few years. Hold on, to, <laughs> hold on to those first picks. You know, to get a few offensive linemen. Uh, I don't know what it would take to get Gronk out of uh, out of retirement. I would nah, love to have Gronk. Nah, yeah, wait nah, 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 wait, nah. No, no, wait, 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 wait. You're saying that because he's a patriot. Listen, that no, I'm not. Guy, I'm saying that because you know I don't think he wants to play anymore. We're not, I'm going to start talking about these yeah. ridiculous hypotheticals. I mean, come on, let's bring back. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Chad Olchosinko still wants to play. Give him a workout. Stop. His, his heart's not in it. Gronk yeah. Anymore. I mean, come love, on. I, I, I love to chase Gronk. Great dude. I'll chase Rodgers. Great dude, but I don't know if he wants to really play anymore. Yeah, I mean, maybe one of the best dudes. I mean, Gronk is all-time legendary status, but no, I'm not going to start worrying about what Gronk. By the way, the tight ends that live for the ones, it's not a big issue. <laughs> Let's get EJ and East Meadow. What's going on, EJ? Oh, man. Uh, fellas, pleasure. Thanks for taking the call. Pleasure, um, yeah, I, first of all, I, you guys literally have the best show on on radio, and I listen to it all day. Thank you. Man. I just wanted to say real fast, um, as a tech sales guy, exactly what you said before, BT. Yes, is 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 really key. It's more about you know, forget about rapport and all that good stuff. They all work in the same league. They're all under the same union, so on and so forth. But when you're talking about actually selling something of that kind of commodity, like an Aaron Rodgers, it's absolutely pot. It's like it's all about making sure that they want like what you have to give and the Jets to me they have everything to give so to me this is like it's just an automatic and I, I love the fact that they put this out out there early to me it's just it's it's automatic let, let him it. know let him know how needed he is you know yeah. caress the old ego yeah we need yeah. you we want yeah, you I mean, and we're coming yeah exactly yeah, I hear I, you Hi. The only to, to me, the only way this 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 actually gets fouled up is if the Jets do something wrong. Because to me, you know, he wants to come here. He's got Hackett here, so on and so forth. I think he needs to. Get, I think he wants to get out in some capacity. To me, that the if he doesn't, uh, I don't see somebody else outbidding us. You know, yeah. it's just a matter of of. Yeah. You know, just no, you're sure you're, you're right. You know, it's interesting, EJ, that you mentioned you know, you, the EJ. outbidding side of it. Because I mean, we talk about the number that's owed to Aaron Rodgers, but it's a little bit more complicated than what's than what's on the surface. So Aaron Rodgers' deal has the fifty eight point three million dollar option that has to be exercised before Week One, but there's also another option the following year 
at $47 million. So what you're actually talking about is over $105 million that you have to be willing to commit. So when Woody Johnson says, we're willing to pay, whatever it is he said. I think he used the word big. I think he said big money. We're we're willing to put out big money for a court. That's what he's talking about. That's right. And you know he's talking specifically to is the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, you know, we know that you know you, you want Aaron Rodgers, but I know you don't have the money like I have the money. Not in escrow. Not in escrow to go pay Aaron Rodgers. That's that, right. that's what has to happen. That money, the two-year guarantee, essentially, $108 million plus the, whatever he's making, you got you to gotta put it in escrow, right? Mark, oh, I know. Mark Davis isn't putting $108 million in escrow for Aaron Rodgers. It's not happening. Now, his portfolio changed, obviously, with the move to Vegas, but it still doesn't match Woody's. It's still liquid, so it's just not, it's yep. not the same. I agree. I not, agree. Not the same. These are little signs that, you know, I mean, last call used the word automatic. I'm not going there. Nothing's automatic. Uh, not even a one-foot putt for me sometimes. I've had those <laughs> slip out somehow. Um, I think it's – I think the only – I will say this, though. The only way Rodgers is not a Jet in week one is if he retires. <laughs> I do believe that. I believe it's – I believe that he's kind of done with the Packers, and I believe that – Unlike a year ago, they're now done with him. They are open and ready to move on. Well, I mean, they missed the playoffs. Let's yeah, I, I mean, there's at, a lot of reasons to move on At the on end of him. the day, if you're the Packers, and it was fun, especially these last couple of years for a 37, 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP, to get to the conference championship game. Obviously, you're falling short both of those times. though. But it was still exciting. It was like, man... This could be the resurgent Aaron Rodgers that wins that walk-off touchdown like John Elway did, right? We, we're going to do it, and he's going to do it all here, and then he's going to retire, and everything's going to be hunky-dory and copacetic, and everybody's all right, right? And then they had this season where the offseason he wasn't around. He bitched and moaned about the young wide receivers, and then nobody's on the same page. They lose consecutive games to the Giants and the Jets. No matter what we want to say about the Giants and the Jets, there's no way in hell the Packers preseason are losing those two games if you were going through wins-losses, right? So it just deteriorated. And then they they play terrible against their division rival, the Detroit Lions, twice, including the last game of the season where he had three turnovers. And it's like, all right, I get it. He won MVPs for us a couple years ago. But Aaron Rodgers ain't that Aaron Rodgers that we, that was that we, we were expecting him to be. If we can get out of this, let's let him gracefully move on. Precisely. I that's, got something that's for how, you. That's how I look at it, if I'm a Packer. I have heard nobody ask this question. I think it's interesting, and I want your opinion on it, okay? Because we talk about this comes up a lot specific to our athletes currently. We went through this with A-Rod before he won you know, before Eli won, it's it's a the legacy thing. Mm-hmm. While it's a little contrived too often, uh, definitely, I, I get it. But I am curious how you would answer this. Let's say Aaron Rodgers, everything that he's done for the Packers, did here in New York, drafted by either team, mm-hmm. okay, and that means that he still has four MVPs, mm-hmm. okay. That means that in terms of pure talent. Throwing accuracy, arm angles, quickness on the fly, especially when he was younger. Uh, Indisputably among the most talented quarterbacks to ever play the game. But he has one championship to go with those four MVPs and multiple times lost a game that could get the Jets or the Giants to the Super Bowl, lost either at the Meadowlands or at MetLife, right? Yep. That would be a pretty complex legacy here. Yeah, 
But I still think he would be revered. Uh, I, I agree. There, it would, it would, if it would, especially if he won the championship for the Jets, because it would be the first one from yeah. Joe Namath. That would pack a little. But I, I say that because, like, if I'm a Packer fan, I'm thrilled with the one championship. But when you're a quarterback and you win four MVPs, yeah. But Don't you have to deliver more than one Super Bowl? Mm, I guess so. But I think you I think, do. I think we're a little bit we're a little bit hungry because the Green Bay Packers have never been irrelevant. Like I'm just thinking about there the, was a time who was there was it Lynn Dickey like there was a little window where I was really well, young where they didn't really matter as much. I mean in the modern the modern game like post 1990 something 95 like they just haven't been gotcha. Irrelevant. Yeah, and so every every year, you know, you're winning the games you're supposed to win. Right? You get the Detroit Lions come in, you're going to beat them up. Bears, Bears, smack them around. Smack them around. Like you, you, you've been relevant. You've been a postseason, at least postseason viable for twenty plus years. Postseason fixture, fixture, really? Yeah, more than even exactly. viable. You're pretty much every yeah, year. You're, you're absolutely right. So doesn't that make it worse when you only win once? It does, but I think we feel kind of I don't know. Like needy for it, like need because we're talking about just getting to the postseason. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, maybe, but I, I think Giant fans and Jet fans would trade champion a championship for being like a chance to win it every. No, year. we absolutely. That's why it's a hard thing, yeah. if not impossible, to answer. No question. Yes, I would change in an unful uh, unfulfilled talent yeah, uh, legacy yeah. for. The, of course, I would for the championship. But think about this, and and listen, I think partly you're right. Like, Ewing has no championships and still gets crushed by Nick fans. And Pat had one, but Pat was never the best player in the NBA. Mm. He just wasn't. Yeah. And he was really, he was like first or second team all the NBA once or twice. He was never a Jordan or a Bird or a Magic or a Barkley or a Shaq. He just wasn't that guy. Kobe, it just wasn't, didn't have that profile. Rodgers does. Yeah. And when you and then you get a little bit of a quirky attitude. Eh, you know, he's a little too, he's a little aloof. Yeah. I, I mean, think it could have been interesting. It is. I'm looking at the, Rodgers missed the playoff his first season that he started because he was here for a couple of years with Brett Favre as the starting quarterback. His first year that he started in 08, he missed the postseason. What was his record? What did he go, 7-9? 6-10. 6-10, okay. So they, I mean, they were, they were coming off a big win, big season, 13-3. and three. Remember they, That was the Giants, right? They lost the conference championship game to the Giants, mm-hmm. right? So Aaron Rodgers starts the next year. They missed the playoffs. He made the playoffs every single year after that until 2017. How many times did he win at least 12 games? Most of them. Um, it wasn't like well, he was 9 and 7 well, that 11, often or 10 and 6. 11, 10. This is his 11, 10, 15. Gotcha. And they lost the division. Keep round going that 15. Year. 11, yeah. 8 snuck yeah. in, uh-huh. they, but they, they lost the wild card round that year. Um, 12, 10, 10. And then in 17, the reason they missed it is because he got hurt. Is that his shoulder? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he got well, right, did he get yeah, he got, jacked on the side? Got Somebody dumped, dumped on him. his shoulder. Yeah. Um, and Hundley was the, was the starting quarterback for most of the He's year. From UCLA? Yep. And, oh, the, and then the next year, right. they fired Mike McCarthy. Uh-huh. And then they obviously go with uh with um LaFleur and LeFleur, they won 13. And then they went 13, 13, 13. 39 three, three wins in three, three games. Three years in a row. And no championships. And Think no about three, that. And no championships. 39 wins in three years, no championships. So it is. It is a, and I no Super you. Bowls. I hear you. As you, as you. When you look at it that That's way. That's why I framed it that way. It would be frustrating. We'd be, we, would, we would feel that, I mean, this is almost so selfish and petty. We, he owed us more. Mm-hmm. Like when those gifts are bestowed upon you and you are, again, 
This isn't like, well, it's Joe back in the day. Is Joe Flacco a lead or, you know, is this guy truly a number one quarterback? Nobody in their right mind ever once said Aaron Rodgers isn't among the most supremely gifted quarterbacks of all time. Mm-hmm. And it's a blessing and a curse. When you, when you have that and it's generally uh, agreed upon by everybody, don't you have to deliver more than once? You Again, I'll take the one. You would think. But you know what I mean. You would think. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has long, been. A long, long time. It's going to change right. next year with the Jets. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The ball game is over, and Shea Stadium will close its doors for the final time this afternoon. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, take it Tierney back on the fans. So I'm trying to interpret something before we get back to these phones here. The uh, I guess I didn't see this. I guess this dropped a few days ago. I'm just seeing it now, which is weird because I follow them. Uh, so the Mets have something pinned to the top of their page. Maybe Mr. Met over there can help us interpret. And it says very simply, something amazing awaits. And then it says, you know, February 12, 2023, be the first to get access. And then there's like a 30-second hype little understated sizzle reel here. And Mr. Metz somewhere in the bowels of the ticket office. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you got the Alonzo jerseys right over a table or a chair. And uh, say with Lindor. And Mr. Metz got the vacuum cleaner. And he's getting things ready. Uh, they have a bonsai tree that they snip for Sango, which is awesome. What, what What's coming on February 12th? What am I missing here? You know, probably some promotion, like probably some like ticket sale promotion. That's what I'm assuming. I honestly have no idea. I asked Dev too because I'm like, this is weird. It's Super Bowl. They're trying to build this up. Maybe like you know, Empire State Building clearly is doing some sort of advertisement yeah, too yeah, that you can see yeah. building. Yeah, the Mets doing something like that too. That's what I'm thinking. It's fun though. Yeah, you know, I wish the Yankees did fun stuff like this. They don't. Hmm. They're the no fun league. Well, easy, but it's a different presentation. I think they did. I think they what? had a promotion today. Yankees? Yes, Groundhog Day. Clearly they did. Really? Th- that if, <laughs> the, that if the Groundhog saw his shadow... He oh, that guy, he's such a fraud, that stupid Groundhog. It's such a waste of time every year with this guy <laughs> But depending girl. on whether he saw his shadow, either 20% off or 40% off ticket prices. Yeah, that's weak. I mean, that's that, but that's not. That's, uh, Nobody ever saw it. Hold on. Was it a, uh, was it a video? Or was it just like... I the, saw it on social media. No, I understand that, though. I got you, and I appreciate you pointing that out, but... Oh, so, nah, this is weak. So they just, it says the groundhog may have predicted a longer winter, but we decided to turn the heat up a bit early. Today only, take 40% off select seats. All right, I, I, I like you play to the room. Everybody's, actually, my kids were pretty pumped about the groundhog day thing this morning. So I, I get it. I shouldn't disparage it the way it did. I'm just so tired of it. It seems like it never works. But that's not like creative. The Mets put together a whole 30-second video, like content. This is just a graphic. It's a little different, though. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. Like the Yankees don't really have fun with this stuff. Oh, I'm looking at it. I clicked through. And it says big game offer. Get early access to our big game offer. Big game offer. offer. Don't know what that means. Oh, hold on a second. Super what Super Bowl is what day again? The twelfth. The twelfth, that's what I'm saying. So it's it's, a, it's coming out on the day of the Super Bowl. Yes. I have this feeling it's all ties in together. Nah, I, I think it's independent of the Empire State Building. I was thinking maybe like... Oh, no, not the Empire State Building. No, okay. I'm, I'm talking about the Mets. The Super, what, what about like a big Super Bowl viewing party with the Mets? But there, but you'd have to do it before the day of the game. Unless it's for like next year, but I don't know. 
All right. This is I'm just keep an eye out for it. Be the first to get access, and it points you to Mets.com LVII, which is obviously 57, yep. which is which is the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl 57. Hmm. So it doesn't. It's t- a Mets ticket yeah, offer. Listen, well done. It's, it's it's intriguing enough. Where I mean, I'm sure it's nothing crazy, but it's, uh, they have some fun. I like it. I, the only thing I saw about the Yankees today was that Derek Jeter's back on MLB The Show. And he wore a golden thong from Giambi when he was uh, when he was in a, a skid. Did you see that? I think he started that no. to, to uh, I think he told Fallon that story. I didn't see that, no. Jeter, yeah, Jeter was scuffling, and he said, Giambi, give me the thong. Remember the old golden thong story? Hopefully Giambi cleaned it. I mean, if talk about a thong, <laughs> that must be... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Filthy. Gotta be Giambi's. <laughs> <laughs> Guy had some fun. All right, let's get back to the phones here. Let us get Dan in Matterville. What's going on, Danny? How are you today? Hey, good gentlemen. Tiki and Tini. How you doing, boys? Okay. How are you, good. Dan? Doing well. Good. Listen, I may be the contrarian in this, but uh, I don't know how thrilled I am about Rogers coming, and here's why. BT, yes. Jets fan, if you look at the beating that we put on him last year after that game, you know deep down you looked at him and said, man, Rogers is not that guy. And taking a step further, look at his stats. Never threw for over 300 yards once last year. I just I have concerns about the version of Aaron Rodgers that we're going to get. Is it an upgrade over what we have? Yes. But I don't know. It doesn't get me super excited at the thought of him coming here. Okay. Now, I, I can I can challenge that aggressively, and but that's not going to get us anywhere. I got you. That's your opinion. I respect it. If that is your opinion, what is the plan that you want? Well, that's the problem. We're plan B. Listen, I'm all for throwing whatever we can right now because we don't have a plan B. It's an upgrade, no doubt. Uh-huh. I just think tempering expectations about – what version of Aaron Rodgers will be on the Jets? Well, you know what? And let's let's first get – but you got to look at it this way, too. Dan, let's first get him. Let's see if the Jets are able to get him. And then let's see how quickly he embraces the offseason if it comes to fruition. Is he up here soon? Is he working with the young receivers? We'll have plenty of time to formulate opinions on what he's going to do on the field. Let's get him first. And if that happens, no, immediately. It's the best quarterback they've had in my lifetime. Let's start there. In my – in yeah. my lifetime, too. I just, you know, I'm with you. Like I said, I there, you. there is no plan B at the moment. <laughs> well, that's no not good, B, Dan. That's just, not good. Of course, of course, it's not good. That's not optimal, I'm Danny. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry, I stepped I'm on you. I'm a myself old guy, but we'll see. I got you, pal. Thank you for the call, Dan. Um, but listen, there's going to be an, an element of reticence, I guess. Um, you know, 
Is he still the same guy? What do we give up to get him? I Whatever. I'll deal with that if we have to deal with it. Uh, Aaron Rodgers threw three picks against the Patriots on October 12th. You know what? October 13th, I'll react. You know, or yeah. I just, I can't, I can't. <laughs> let's get him here first, and then we'll see what happens, right? How about Timmy, who is in Northport, Connecticut? What's up, Tim? How you doing, guys? Thanks for taking the call. Okay, you got um, it, Tim. So 30 years ago, we picked up a guy on the New York Rangers, Mark Messier, who came in here and won us the Stanley Cup. You mm-hmm. think that Aaron Rodgers is that kind of guy you think he's capable of bringing the Super Bowl here? And how would you compare him to Messier? Well, first of all, they are. I don't think you could be different personality, any more different than they are. Like Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a loner. Aaron Rodgers is a bit aloof. Aaron Rodgers is an independent, brilliant artist playing within the fabric of a team game, okay? Mark Messier is the ultimate captain. Mark Messier really might be the greatest captain in the history of captainship, honestly. And that's coming from somebody who can, you know, I like the hockey you know, NHL playoffs, but for the most part, take it or leave it because I'm watching the NBA mm-hmm. during the winter and yeah. college hoops. Oh, you said that often. It's hard to have be like a great hockey fan and a great NBA fan. Yeah. Now, can can Rodgers eventually go down kind of as a like similar um, impact on the Jets where he elevates the Jets to a height that Messier did? Sure. Um, you know, is he dropping a guarantee and then going out with a hat trick? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but Mark Messier is in the absolute penthouse and is spoken about, and rightfully so, in the highest of reverence when it comes to team players. He galvanized the city. He galvanized the locker room. Mark Messier is the man. I mean, he is the man amongst men in a men's sport. Rodgers goes to his own drum a little bit. Can he get 10 other guys to follow him in the end zone? I believe he can. Yeah, I think so, too. Very different He's done person, it his though. whole career, yep. even varying degrees of, you know, playoff success. But he's he's always been a great leader. Mm-hmm. Frankie's in Bethlehem. What's going on, Frank? Afternoon, fellas. What's up? I just want to preface what, I, want to preface what I'm going to say is that I definitely want Rodgers and I want Zach to be his backup because I think that gives us the best chance for long-term success. But, Tiki, earlier you were saying, you know, Zach won, but he never was the reason for winning. But when we look at potential free agent targets, Garoppolo being one of them, yeah, it's literally the same exact way that Sala and Co. wanted Zach to play, just like Garoppolo. Yeah. Short intermediate passes. Yeah, but, he, but Zach didn't up. want to do that. <laughs> no, I understand he didn't want to do it, or he hasn't been able to do it yet. Yeah. But why would we go uh, – try to get someone that no one said is ever the reason for winning in terms of Jimmy Garoppolo when we can continue to develop Zach and use that money to upgrade the roster. Well, I mean, you you have a decent point, but it just feels like things have soured so much with Zach. It would be hard, I think, internally to run it back with Zach Wilson and have people – like he starts the season as the starting quarterback like he did the last two seasons, and all of a sudden – Everybody says, oh, yeah, we believe in you. I, I think there's going to be a lot of doubt. And as soon as as soon as soon something goes wrong, it's going to be like, all right, this is, we, we got to give up on this kid. And, I, and I, I think that's unfair to Zach, but it's just a reality because of what's happened over the last two years. It's just he's not prepared for the moment that he's been given two years in a row. Now, his rookie season, I get it. That was, that was I mean, that was, that was irresponsible what they did to him his rookie season. Mm-hmm. But it was okay because they weren't a good team. 
Last year, you know, unless you think it did damage, then you wouldn't say it's okay. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And maybe it did, but a lot of like young quarterbacks they come in and they just stink because they just the team's not good, they're not good, they don't get it, and you expect them to make steps the next season. He just didn't make steps. I know he didn't. I mean, he won games. I can't, I can't fault them, but it, it never felt like it was just it was it was him. Listen, the Bills game notwithstanding, there wasn't once I sat there and I said. Oh, man, my boy, he's gotten, look at how much he's improved. Not once. Mm -hmm. Not once the whole season did I say, this is what I was hoping for in year two. Not for one game. Yeah, even the Detroit Barely for, there were a couple of quarters. Like the Steelers, that last quarter, there were a couple of, like, and I don't just mean plays, but like a half or, but man, nothing where you can hang your hat on. You just couldn't. Well, it's like, you know, I was at the Detroit game. Yes. There was a couple of plays. Where it felt like, man, Zach's the man. That's right. Oh, the, and, the one to Conklin and, across yeah. the field, and then, sure. And then very quickly, he missed an easy throw, and it was just boo. I know. It, I mean, it was it was it was ugly. It was it was odd. Yeah, like they were cheering him when he did these great things, but for the most of the time, they were just sitting on their hands waiting to boo. Well, we said that. It's like how many times does it's the one thing with baseball. Like, and I used Armando Benitez. There was a point. Met fans obviously remember this because you lived it. Where you know, this guy would come charging out of the bullpen, you're like, oh boy, here comes the uh, instead of the fire extinguisher, here comes the matches and the gas. We're, we're in trouble. So you're you're predisposed. The energy has already shifted to the negative part, and it's just, you're waiting to you're waiting to pounce. And I think while we all look at Zach as a good kid, you know, mm-hmm. he's young and you know, relatively harmless, it, it's rare for us to go into a game with a preconceived, almost desire to boo a quarterback. Yeah. And that definitely happened a few that, times this it, year. It, the Detroit That's game, rare. that definitely was the I case. know. I remember you saying that as soon as you came back. No doubt. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. All right, take it, Tierney. Back on the Fan. Carter Roberts coming up at 2. Uh, before we get our daily pick... As Hoff looks to minimize the damage and end the one-game skid, he's been solid for you. So I just saw, as I said, I, I, mean, I don't know if he was sick, but uh, 68 years of age, if you're a big wrestling fan, you probably really definitely remember uh, mm. Leaping Lanny Poffo. Yeah, he was an interesting character. He's obviously Macho Man's brother, the poet, the genius, other iterations, but I just saw that he passed away. That's sad. Uh, 68. So the old-school WWF fans, I know back then it was WWF, I still say it. I know what it is now. Leaping Lanny Poffo, 68. Uh, we've got you a little bit more here. Carter Roberts coming up after us. We'll get back to these phones. Obviously, the Roger stuff is still hot. 877-337-6666. All right, Hoff, you ready? Let's see. Let's yeah. see. Let's let's test your metal, how resilient you are. Now, there's no hockey for you, is there? No. Oh. What are you going to do? And by the way, just to be cl- clarify, I got two wrong in a row. So, a little bit of a, a Oh, slice. it is? Two. I it thought it was two. Oh, two in a row. I'm 8 and 11, though. That's, 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 that's all no, good. No, you're not 8 and 11. You're 8 of 11. 8 of 11. 8 and yes. 3. Awesome. Right, Let's yeah. go. All right. Simple. Hometown. Knicks. Plenty of heat. Going just to win. Plus money. Plus 110. Knicks over the heat. Nah, Simple I don't like that. it. Knicks play terribly at the Garden. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, Should have gone the other way. The Heat just lost to the Hornets today in Charlotte. And they're the showing Hornets up to the Garden, and they're going to show out like all these other teams try to do, and they hit Broadway, and the Knicks will probably lose. We'll I see hope what you're happens. right. Me, me too. Okay. 
That is the Teak and Tierney Daily Pick. Board. You couldn't care less if the Knicks win tonight. Except for this. I mean, you want to win this, but you don't yeah, care. Of like, course. If the Knicks what, lose the game, you don't care if the Knicks I lose. You're not a fan. I don't want to have anybody lose money. No, so that's I why, that's, that's, that's why you make a try to make a good pick. Uh, but sure. I don't care about the, the Knicks. I want them to lose. I want them to trade Julius Randle. Oh, I want that. That needs to happen. I gotcha. And today's pick brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices. Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. And by Flag and Anthem. Real close, real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. All right. Uh, let's get Jeff in Short Hills. Jeff is on the fan now. What's going on, Jeff? All good. How are you guys? Thank All you. right. Pleasure. Pleasure it is to talk to you. I'm a huge, long-time Giant fan. I happen to be the New York Giants fan of the year. Oh, nice. How do you how do you uh, get bestowed that award? So a friend of mine, his son, nominated me to become the fan of the year, and I won the contest. You won it this uh, past year or, or previous season? No, this year. I'm nice. the current fan of the year. So what did you get? I mean, do you go into a little ring of honor for the fans? And like, what, what did you win exactly? What happens? Well, I'm going to the Super Bowl. All expenses paid. Wow! Because cool. I am up. I am up for an award for the in the NFL honors. I am up for the National Fan of the Year, oh, year wow. award. That dude. is awesome, dude. Well, nice. So, wait, so are you going out to Arizona? Going to Arizona, bringing my friend who uh, his son nominated me. So I'm bringing my buddy. Oh, that's cool. And uh, 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 yeah, I'm looking for votes too, guys. So uh, you know, Jeff Bloom, NFL fan of the year. I love it. We'll get it out there yeah, for man. you. Take you through a little retweet. Are you a uh, season ticket holder or no? Season ticket holder since 1976. Oh, Been dude. tailgating uh, for over 30 years. Uh, wow. We have a huge t- we have a huge tailgate somewhere. You know, over a hundred people. Um, that was basically the genesis of uh, why I got the award because I've been tailgating so long and I'm uh, I'm an extremely passionate and loyal fan. Even through the bad um, years, Jeff. Even the bad years, I'm there at every single game. Love bad it. weather. Uh, I go to every game. You know, snow, He's a gamer. rain, hail. He's a gamer. All I'm right, a gamer. Man. I actually, the story that got me to win was uh, I actually tailgated alone during the. 2017 campaign, the last game of the year when they played the Viking, uh, when they played uh, the Redskins. The Redskins yeah. alone. No, Ugh. Nobody Meaning nobody was there. To, uh, I know. Nobody <laughs> wants to go to that game. I'm not kidding. I mean, I have a lot of people to tailgate with me. Yeah. I could not find one person to go with me. Wow. One guy said he would go, and he literally canceled the day of because <laughs> of the wind, because of the wind, because of the weather. Yeah. He just, he, so I said, hey, I'm going anyway. I ended up tailgating. Uh, Jeff, what is your what's your Twitter up. handle, Jeff? I want to give you a little pop. What is it again? Uh, I do have a Twitter handle. Let me see. Hold on. Right, let me get her. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, you'll, you'll get it to me at some other point. We'll take yeah, care. Yeah. Now, what, we'll what figure, did we'll you uh, what you have about your G-Man? Anything good? That's awesome, by the way. Congrats again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, about the G-Man. I mean, you think Dable is going to win Coach of the Year? And what do you think of uh, holding on to Saquon? And uh, Jones. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> Daniel Jones is, is obvious. Talking about hit us with generality. Yeah. No, I mean, he was talking about Jeez. his fan, the fan of the year. Well, I want to give him a chance to expand, but he didn't really have He's going to be there. He'll find out when we find out whether Brian Daywell is, uh, is, is the coach of the year. Um, also found out the Hall of Fame that's announced oh. at, at the NFL Honors as when well. When is Rondé going to actually find out? So you'll see. Rondé knows. So you'll, you'll see my brother out there as well and some others. And so it's it's kind of cool, Jeff. That's awesome. That man. is a really cool thing. That's great.
You know, by the way, speaking of the Hall of Fame, I, I'm off the page, so I don't I don't know who it was or otherwise I would give you the Twitter handle. Yeah. Somebody tweeted me earlier, and I never looked at it this way, but I got to tell you, when Eagles are a play, it's not crazy. Somebody said there's no way Rodgers retires and goes in the Hall of Fame the same year as Brady. Honestly, if you think about that, <laughs> It's not crazy. That's, yeah, so that takes... It's not crazy. So that takes Aaron Rodgers' retirement option uh, off the table. That's kind of what he was implying, and I got to tell you, that, I think he might be that right. That is an outstanding point. Isn't that good? Absolutely it is. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. I would have never thought that that's money. Great. I got to give the guy credit. We would have needed a couple more days to maybe come to that conclusion, but he got it right away. He's smart. Right? That was good. Mark's in uh, Pennsylvania on the free Odyssey app. What's up, Mark? Uh, hi, guys. It's It's Mike. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes, it's actually, right. that's my fault. Uh, it does say Mike. My bad. This is my first time uh, calling. Oh, I've been right, trying man. to call in the last two weeks because oh, all of this Aaron Rodgers talk has <laughs> been driving me crazy. In a good way or bad way? In a bad way. Oh, come I, on. I really, I'm a lifelong Jet fan, and I do not want Aaron Rodgers to come to New York. And I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I think that the team should still go with Zach. He had a very bad year, and it it's be, it's because of the the stuff that happened inside the locker room and the receivers you're throwing their hands up and the, all of the t-shirts. You know, this kid emotionally wasn't able to handle all of that pressure. And for a guy that called recently comparing Aaron Rodgers to Mark Messier. Well, hold on. Before you make that transition, I think you leave out one very important point because if I'm driving around and I'm listening to Mike from Pennsylvania calling up saying he doesn't want Rodgers, that's your opinion. That's fine. I think it's nuts, but that's your opinion. I respect it. And you want to roll with Zach one more year. I would think that Zach was done dirty. Let's let's not forget one thing by his teammates. Let's not forget one thing. He did not absolve himself, or he absolved himself of blame, which is where this all started. If he would have manned up and owned it, I don't think his teammates would have acted that way or quite that way. He presented his own problems. I, I, I do agree with you with that, but then he did apologize. And maybe the whole time that he didn't understand, I think that he doesn't understand what it is to be the quarterback for the New York Jets. And I think that he needs to get back to the history of that and understand the position of where he is. Well, yeah. I, 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 he's with the Jets, not with the Yankees. Yeah, but Mike, Mike, I almost think it's not even it's it's not even relevant to the Jets. You heard you heard Aaron Rodgers talking about that. Uh, where you know the Pat McAfee show, I think it was a week ago or so, where he's, he he was talking specifically about Zach Wilson, the same one where he mentioned he called him or chatted with him via text message. At nine o'clock, and he asked him where he was at. He said it was with the facility. He said, "Go home." And that same Pat McAfee appearance, he talked about Zach needing to be humble, right? Like lean into being into, into humility. Yeah. Stop being so damn cocky all the time. And I told you this from the first moment I met him, and I didn't mind it because he's a rookie. But I was like, the kid is cocky as hell. Remember I because I did the yeah. first game. I remember came back. I don't really kid. let that one sink in. I'm like, ah, he's just really talented. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> he, I he is really talented, but cocky for no reason yeah, is I hear dangerous. You. That's not good. It, and so I think he, he has been humbled, and it could be a good thing for him, but I don't think Jet fans are willing to find out on the field. That, that's the problem. 100% so you right. you got to have another Unacceptable. option. you got to have another option. Let me ask you this. Like, He's he's not incredibly active on social media, but I don't care. Even if you hide under the nearest rock and mm-hmm. try to avoid it, 
you got to know what's being said, right? Friends will hit him up. He's no dummy. Mm-hmm. He does have a council. I'm sure he pops in here and there. He knows the Jets are chasing Rodgers. He yeah. knows Carr might be plan B. He's got a lot to fix. Yeah. No doubt. He's got he's to fix everything, basically. How do you attack the offseason with clarity when you know that you're being pushed to the side? Yeah, especially when you don't. Like, this. who is he talking to other than Robert Sala at the organization? I don't know. He doesn't have an offensive coach. I think I he's mean, tight with Berrios, but maybe that went away. No, they I mean, weren't boys I mean, for a while. I mean, from in the organization. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the he, answer to that. He, hey, Coach LaFleur, um, you know, tell me what I need. Like, who's he talking to? I mean, I guess he probably has had conversations at this point, even though it's only been a week with Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe they've, they've shared some exchanges or I don't know. I don't even know if he's around in Florham Park or if he's out in wherever he's hanging out in the offseason. But it's it's an, it's an it's got to be an awkward moment. You're right in his existence as a as the Jets. Well, I mean, think about it. like if you're rehabbing from injury, but your position's still waiting for you. You wake up and you just attack it mm-hmm. and you go to crush it. That's right. Like you've got this unrelenting vigor and focus. I'm getting my job back. No matter what he does this off season, if they bring in one of the two players or maybe three or four that we think that they could, he's not getting his job back. <laughs> so you you have to self correct. You've got to get much better. You've got to put in the time, but you know you won't reap the reward for a while. That's hard. Yes. That's hard. Yeah, because it could be a couple of years that before, is you're playing, hard. before you're playing again. And unique. Yeah. That's a very unique position for a young quarterback to be in. Uh, how about Chris and Deer Park? Chris, what's going on? Hey, fellas, longtime fan. Pleasure to speak to both of you. Likewise. Um, let's just say we do pull off the Rodgers. And BT, I'm a passionate Jets fan like you, but yep. we say we do pull off Rodgers, right? I'm not comfortable just going in there and having Zach being the backup. I think you got to pull off another move because, let's face it, we are still the Jets. And uh, even if we do have Rodgers, he goes down week six, week seven. You're comfortable with just Zach going back in there? Well, I'll tell you what I'm not comfortable with, Chris, and I hear you, but I'm not comfortable with this, this, what's the word I'm looking for, this, um, this cur- this unliftable curse. Like, if you think that Rodgers is going down because he's now on the Jets, don't even trade for him. I know what you mean. Like, I, I, I do. I but I'm you know what like, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm totally with going, swinging for the fences, getting Rodgers, and let's go for it. I, I'm 39. I want to see him win, too. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, if something happens, yep. I'd like to have a better, solid contingency. Plan. I would, too. But I, I think that comes down to me being more fundament- <laughs> fundamentally okay with Zach over the course of April, May, if if Rogers is in the building in April, yeah. May, June, July, August, September, you say week six he goes down, October, that Wilson will be a better version of Wilson from last year. I've got a little uh, more faith in that, than you. In, in that context, I'm with you. I'm just saying, you know, it just, you know. I hear you. Being a fan, man, you know, we know oh, how it I is. know. I can't listen. Chris, I know what you mean, buddy. Thank you for the call. I get it. I get it. What are you looking at over there, Teak? I'm trying to good? dissect. I know this. you're looking at something. I'm dissecting this uh, uh, this Mets offer. No, oh don't my tell me this. God. <laughs> okay, he... hold on. Kangaroo Court. This is this is a new version of the Kangaroo Court. So Hoff, we're gonna have to expand the Kangaroo yes. Court. We'll find right. to do. Yes. We're talking about music at the top of every hour. Dove, great job. Only a few contributions so far to the uh, to the big party jar. All right. I will match all donations. I will not match Tiki's though. I think for, I need, but I need. Hoff and Dove to co-sign this. And by the way, Tiki, you can create something against me as well. 
but I can't co-sign a rule that you create against me, and I don't need you to co-sign a rule that I'm about to create for you. Go ahead. The next time that you go down a rabbit hole, and I don't mean like <laughs> where, you know, the little, a minute diversion, trying to get the answer. I respect that. We're, we're, we're information seekers. We, we don't want to, like, mislead people. But when, I mean, I brought up that Met commercial an hour ago. And you're still looking at it? Big game offer. Findable fence. Mets.com slash L-V-I-I. You click through, get early access to our big game offer. It's Francisco Lindor's desk. There's bottles of dye. It says, don't touch. Keep your hands off my dye. And there's a sign behind it that says, A-L-L-E. Can't obscure that one letter. Mm. U-M. And I don't know what it means. A-L-L and then E and then a couple of letters missing, e, so it's not a den of it. E-1. There's e one M? letter missing. U-M. Alizum. Well, Al- I know so derived from Latin. Alarum. I don't know. Alarum uh, is a settlement in Ikea. It's an Ikea settlement. Both sofa bed or 25 bucks in the jar, dude. Enough <laughs> of that nonsense. Find a Swedish church. Just here, I said, won't in get the fine. province of Skane, Sweden. I'm going to double the fines. So as long as Zach going. Wilson's not the quarterback next year, I'm fine. <laughs> All right, Carter. Fine. You're fine, buddy. Carter Roberts coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.